So therefore, be proud to be a decent American rather than be just a wanker whipping up fear. Because you're supposed to tackle people, you're supposed to hit people at pace and hit them hard as part of the game. It's not chess we're playing. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double tap does what the f he wants. Hello everybody and welcome along to chapter 96 of What's the Story podcast. My name is Danny Murray. Hi, I'm Graham Merrow Merrigan. How are you, bud? I'm great. I did the Merrow bit. You did, I'm delighted. Didn't have to prompt you this week. No, you didn't. I'm great. How are you? Um, tremendous. Tremendous form. A uh, bit of a weird one this week. Um, in in the world of podcasting, sometimes it just so happens that you, you have guests, but then for whatever reason they can't make it and things have to be rescheduled and all. So normally speaking, you try to be, you have a backup guest and you have... Know what I mean? So, like, we we would, had two backup guests. We effectively fell asunder. Yeah, effectively, what we tried to do was we tried to record two weeks in advance. We're peeling back the curtain here, so that we're always a step ahead. That should a cancellation come true, then we have a podcast that maybe wasn't meant to go out for two weeks. We put out a week earlier, and blah blah. You aren't supposed to know all that because the magic of post production means, as far as you're concerned, it's one seamless stream from one to ninety, whatever we're on. This week it's gone tits up though. <laughs> yeah, for the first time in ages. For the first time in a long time. Um, just for reasons beyond everybody's control. Nobody at fault. No no bitterness at all. We're just explaining why. It's just me and Merna with no guests this week. But we will hopefully reschedule with the guys that we're supposed to have on. Because we're two crackers. Yep. Two absolute dingers. So we really do One want. that we emailed in December and they got back to us last week. Like, amazing. All right, bud. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> um, and another one that's very, very exciting guest, I think. Just... Um, a young man with a, a glittering career and has... Let's not give too much away. Yeah, he's just launched something that I think is a bit of a game changer. Yeah. So, but anyway, we'll... We'll, we'll let try, them explain. Yeah, we'll try to reschedule them and um, apologies, but uh, it's just me and Mero this week. So, but sure, look. Good night and God bless. <laughs> um, and of course, we are coming to you from Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel, where we will be coming to you... Live in front of your very faces, not just in your eardrums, but from your eye. You'll be getting the full sensory experience, May 18th. And, and the tickets for WTS 100 are just about guns out. Yep. Um, if you haven't got it already, obviously we're recording this midweek. It goes out on a Sunday, so chances are another couple have gone. But there's about 23 at the time of recording this. Yep. 20, 20-something at the time of recording this. Um, so if you haven't got your ticket already, WTS100.eventbrite.ie. When they're gone, they're gone, lads. A couple of people have kind of said, ah, sure, I'll give you a shout a week beforehand, and like, if <laughs> like, there's any left, I'll get them off you. It doesn't work like that, lads. We can't do that. When it doesn't gone. work like that because we used Eventbrite, and they yeah. they do the tickets for us, so that's why we picked Eventbrite. When they are gone, they are gone. It's not like the old days where you'd go to a printer and say, here, give us 150 tickets there. Actually, yeah. Yeah. do you remember, my granddad used to be a printer, right? Right. And uh, people always used to get... Um, him to do Nixers of yeah. like for their twenty first, and they'd and be they like tickets for their twenty fourth. Like. Yeah, they'd be like, they'd be like um, the ticket master yokes. I'll never get one. But really hard though, like yeah. really hard cardboard, like a business card but bigger. Yeah, and the only kind of uh, uh, Photoshop thing he had or celebration thing was like a little balloon <laughs> <laughs> on his print. But it was literally like in print, and he'd be doing them individually. Aren't you, Jesus? The yeah. art of printing, I think, is gone, is it? 
I think it is. In yeah. that sense. In that sense, it is. Because yeah. you don't even do it anymore. You just use Facebook. Yeah, I use Facebook for me 30th. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, where are we going with all this? Sorry. I don't know. Uh, tickets. tickets. Tickets are gone. <laughs> tickets are more or less gone. Lads. If you haven't got them, get on them now. Because genuinely, d- d- look, when they're gone, they're gone. Is basically what we're getting at. Yeah. Um, and as you all know by now, cracking line up on the night, Al Foran, Colin Hayes, Colum Hayes, I should say, how very dare I, who is currently cycling around the country, doing the cycle against suicide, two weeks cycling around Ireland, he must have saddle rash, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he's enjoying a fair play to him. We have um, also, like, loads of prizes. Yeah, Paul so. Harrow, Caroline McGuinn, Ashley and Daly. Sorry, just trying yeah. to get out there. But the prizes, this is what we want to talk about right now. We have... You're going to read uh, all of them? I'm not going to read all of them. I'm going to read a few and then you good read a few. Yeah, good. Um, so today we confirm we've got um, two one-month passes for Urban Fitness. Urban Fitness, good stuff. The Oigo are giving us a voucher. Yeah, we're going to the Oigo. Shades are giving us a voucher. What Shades? Shades. What Shades? It's the hair salon in uh-huh. Ballybrack. All right. Ballybrack Shopping Centre. Ballybrack Shopping Centre, all right. And I thought it was the Irish guide dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Burgundy Salon are giving us a hamper as well. So Beautiful. They're kind of... Local the, businesses. The main event. Local businesses supporting us. Love it. Yeah. Thank you very much to everybody there. Um, we we couldn't be doing this night anyway, lads. One, without all of you is buying tickets. So thanks very much for that. Two, without the support of the people here in Infants Patrick Castle Hotel because they're making this seamless and almost, almost effortless for us. But also, uh, the Natural Kitchen, Kitchen 62 and Dunleary. Yeah. They are making this extremely possible for us. So, Thanks to Re- Mick Mill. Really want to thank Mick Mill and uh, and his his merry merry band of people down there because mm. it's it's really helping us. So and Jay Mill started to work with you. You did me and Jay Mill now work in the same place. Yeah. Um, do you see him with uh, his yeah, do. ridiculous satchel? He does have a man bag. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, we were going to Vegas and I picked him up and yeah. he comes out with that satchel on his hip. Says you're not getting into my car with that satchel. Ah uh, man, it's Alan from the Hangover, isn't it? Oh, no, it's what is it, Gucci or Louis I, Vuitton I, or something? I haven't like got that, that close, man. Yeah, he doesn't eat it. It's ridiculous. Just bring no. a rucksack. Nah, he's doing grand. No. I've seen him as a low and that kind of thing. I hope he is. He's got Carl Merrow. He does have Carl Merrow as well up there, yeah. So that's it. Loving it. The Buddha taking over that place. <laughs> um that shall run name nameless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the prizes. Um so, yeah, so Graham was uh, Shades, um, the hair salon, the Oigo Wayne, Urban Fitness, and Burgundy, um, Beauty, and all that sort That's of stuff. That's where you man. get your back second crack, isn't it? <laughs> 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 yes. You talked about the doctors not letting you know about your pubic chain. Well, they'll let you, over, they'll they'll let you know about. over there, won't they? Well, oh, they have to, won't they? <laughs> you know I mean? Otherwise, it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look other prizes and this is the thing right so the idea of it lads to give you an idea what's happening right we will be selling raffle tickets on the night because you know yourself the more money we raise for a better cause the better and it's all going back in to support things in the community with the great suiciders of five but you've already spent 12 of your hard end euros on your ticket you're already there so you're already in with a chance of winning you don't have to buy any more tickets if you don't want to Raffle tickets, like. Dude, I buy loads. But buy loads, because then you have more of a chance of winning other stuff. But just for being there in the night, there's going to be spot prizes just for you being there. There's going to be a bit of crack. So the second you're in the door, you're in the chance of winning some stuff, right? But there's some stuff that we have that, quite frankly, it's too good to raffle. It is too good to raffle, so we're going to auction it. You know what I mean? And that's mainly kind of signed sports memorabilia. In the fa- try that again. In the fashion of uh, signed Republic of Ireland jersey. Um... 
uh, signed Red Bull Racing thing by Max Verstappen and uh, Daniel Ricciardo for any Formula 1 fans out there. Uh, we have two tickets to a Celtic game of your choice. Is that a four? No, it's a four, four people can do the stadium tour. All right. So, essentially, yeah, I know, it's a bit of an imbalance, but look, it's a prize, <laughs> right? It was donated, Graham. So, yeah, you bring four people over, yeah. go to the match, but two you can't people, go to the match. Exactly, so whoever whoever the two in the group you least like, right, <laughs> they have to buy their match tickets, but you'll give them a stadium tour, right? So, that's <laughs> yeah, how it works. So, stadium tour and match tickets to a game of your choice in Celtic Park. Um, a signed West Brom pennant, pennant which is... The thing that they swap before football matches, you know, like that you'll see them in a cup final or whatever. Not West Brom, but other teams, you'll see them in a cup <laughs> final. <laughs> and before the match, they'll shake hands and exchange these things and pose for a photo with it. That's a pennant. I didn't know that's what they were called. Yeah, pennants. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Um, they, they only do them really at the international matches. Or cup yeah, finals, yeah, they, they do. Yeah, but um, it's, it's signed by the whole squad. Signed, so. signed by the whole squad, and um, there's a, a COA and everything with it. So what's it's COA? A certificate of authenticity. So everything is above board, and it's not just look. Oh, I've got a crayon and scribbled on something. <laughs> yeah, loads of signatures. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so look. If you're a business be, and you want to give something for a raffle, give yeah, us a show. Get in touch with us, man. Get in touch with us. It's gonna be loads. Look, we're, we're we're really looking forward to it, and we're looking forward to people at the border going home with their pockets full, and their sides sore from having a crack on the night. Yeah. So, wts100.eventbrite.ie, get your ticket, and if you haven't already got it, get it. We can edit, Graham, just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we want to bring up the Mr. Guess uh, Absolutely fucking not, no. Okay, Graham. The less attention we put on that until it's resolved, the better. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the mystery guest is breaking me balls. Well, <laughs> 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 I literally leaned away from the microphone and whispered, you want to say about the mystery guest? And I couldn't hear it. I was like, what are you talking about, man? We can edit this out, but we're not. We're going to leave it in, and you've just heard all of it. So, <laughs> Oh, God. The mystery guest. Yeah, the mystery guest. We'd lads. love to be bringing you a fucking summer from L.A., but... <laughs> <laughs> Air <laughs> Lincoln wouldn't donate the vouchers. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the mystery guest is breaking our balls, lads. But we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get. We'll get someone. Um, we're we'll probably peeling back the curtain a bit too much there. Yeah. Are we? Who cares? <laughs> it's not. I've only ever heard peeling back the curtain here. Have you? Yeah. Well, I'm making it stick. I don't care. Is that what Ian Punk said when he did that pipe bomb? Oh no, he said breaking the fourth wall. Oh, again. Breaking the fourth wall. Um. Yeah. Yeah, last we would a few people have asked about it and all that, and uh, you know I'd love to say it's a work, but <laughs> it's it's born out of a, a situation that nobody's in control of essentially. But we'll get us off, don't worry. We'll get something. Good Jesus! Um, That's enough about the live show for now. You can check it out on Facebook and all that. Yeah, and check out the latest <laughs> clip Al Farnan did for us. Al Farnan is an the absolute gentleman. hero. I love him, man. His Trump is sensational. It's great, isn't it? I like his Gordon Ramsay as well. Mm. It is good. It's very, very good. I love it when him and uh, Shaper Bates do their videos together. Yeah, it's class. It's very good. They did a Gordon Ramsay one there recently and did they just they? kept breaking their shy laughing at we each didn't other. See it, man. But we put up that tweet um, of Al doing the video for us. Um, thanks, Al. But we got, <laughs> we got like a tweet saying he's ugly. <laughs> like a about? random tweet. And your one who sent it isn't exactly a pretty girl. I, I know, but it's like. I, don't, I just don't get Twitter at, at, at times. Trolls, man. Yeah, that person, though. Uh, 
I don't know how they they seen it obviously because so many people um, retweeted it. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who retweeted it. Um, but I think she was from like Minneapolis somewhere. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Min- I did say Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. I was like, where's he going here? <laughs> and I'm like, how the how did, like what do you care like? Oh, what are you tweeting? He's ugly for. So where is she from? Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis. Remember in the Mighty Ducks, they'd go through each of them. Oh, Mighty Ducks. Bippity from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I can't yeah. remember the names. Goldberg, was that the keeper? Yeah, Goldberg, the goalie. Goldberg, it was I used to always watch that fucking film. I love that film, man. I used to always watch it. I didn't like the one where he went to college. Yeah. What was that, D3, was it? D3, I loved D1 and D2. D1 and D2 with Emilio Estevez were amazing. Yeah, D2 was just the best, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, Adam, remember when Adam came over from yeah. the rival team? Oh yeah, I forgot how Wait, there is D two with Team USA. No, D two is so. Team USA. Is it? I haven't watched them in that long. I must watch them again. Are they on the Netflix? I think they are on Netflix. <clears throat> Coach Bombay. Coach Bombay. Quack. I love the, the, the conversation quack, in the gym quack, or in the dressing quack, room. Quack. 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 Ducks fly, fly together. together. Yeah, and then they do the the flying V. Yeah, and they're like. When the wind goes and the bulla bulla the ducks fly together. And the bulla 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 Quack. Quack. And speaking of Twitter, our friend of the show and just friend in general, Pajo Flynn was trending in Kenya. Oh, real. What is he like? His tweet was sensational. If you didn't see it, you've been obviously not on Twitter ever. He tweeted a photo of the London Marathon and... I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm not doing justice at all here. But no, was, well, uh, have you got it there? Have yeah, you? <laughs> he tweeted a picture of the London Marathon. <laughs> Has twenty three point three thousand retweets, thirty five and a half thousand uh, likes, likes. Yeah. and it says uh, sickening scenes on the telly of fifty thousand Englishmen, English people chasing ten Kenya men through the streets of London. Hashtag Theresa May. This is your England. Brilliant. <laughs> absolutely brilliant and now do you know what I keep thinking you know coming to America with Eddie Murphy yes I keep thinking like Pajo's gonna be in that role and he's gonna head to Kenya because so many people from Kenya are tweeting oh, him he was trending in Kenya like yeah trending in Kenya <laughs> amazing Pajo Flynn trending in Kenya Pat Flynn huh what a guy <laughs> absolutely amazing carry unbelievable on. Um, um, yeah but yeah, he he doesn't tweet that often. But when he does, they're absolute crackers. That's it. I um, I was meant to say something else about Netflix there, and I can't remember what it was. Just what did you think? Um, there was I found something very interesting that I wanted to bring up actually. Um, mm-hmm. So Paul Kimmage mm-hmm. did a piece, and actually I don't like really Rory McIlroy that much. I don't like golf. I'm not a big fan of golf. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but. He did a great interview with Rory McIlroy in the Sunday Independent a couple of months back. And it was a great article. It was applauded and everything, whatever. And then this, Rory McIlroy got married last weekend in Mayo. Yeah. And the Indo ran a story, kind of like an opinion piece, where they were basically saying, I think basically to summarise it, they were saying, look, Brian O'Driscoll, Amy Huberman, gave access to the media for their wedding. Uh, Brian is known worldwide just as much as Rory. 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 Um, like, he was basically saying there was a lockdown. Um, there was, there was, there, he uh, rented security to stop kind of would-be drone photographers Roy. trying to get pictures, just stopping everything. The article was basically saying, you know, 
just give us a few pictures. Yeah, yeah. And Kimmage tweeted an apology to Rory, um, quoting the article. Well, firstly, he put um, he quoted the article in question that I'm on about the, um, from the Independent, and yeah. he Paul Kimmage shared the article and wrote absolute shite <laughs> from his own newspaper. <laughs> and then he tweeted, betrayal comes in many forms. I'm sorry, Rory. McElroy and tweeted Rory. And then he wrote, to clarify, I'm really embarrassed that Rory, who treated me and my newspaper with so much decency and respect, has been betrayed for clicks. And I just thought, fair fucks you, Paul. Paul Kimmage does not pull punches. No, and I think he's right, like... I don't I don't care about celebrity weddings or <sighs> No, not really. Like like I couldn't like look if they choose to, to sell the images or if they choose to give access they, cho- they, they do, but if they don't, they don't like yeah, but Rory McElroy, as much as I don't, I'm not fond of him, yeah. he doesn't know anything. He doesn't owe anything to the no, media. No, he doesn't. Like the, the the writer of the piece was more or less saying, you know, Brian and, and Amy, uh before they went into the church, they turned around and everyone got their snaps and everyone went home happy. Basically Rory could have done this. It's like why is this even an article? It shouldn't be. Look, if now, I only read it because I seen Paul Kimmage's Kimmage, tweets yeah. and he wrote absolute shite. And I seen the Independent. I was like, hold on, isn't Kimmage? Doesn't Kimmage work for the Independent? You know, well, the Sunday Independent, isn't it? So, yeah, it's, it's still the same, though. same group right now. But like, but, uh, but in fairness, the uh, like the Sindo in fairness is a little bit more. The article was taken from the Herald, but the Indo okay. not owns the Herald. Yeah, it's all so part they of published it. They yeah. still publish on their website. Yeah, they're all part of the independent news media. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. So he was he was disgusted. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But I just found that like celebrities are people in the public eye. They don't owe the media anything. They don't like a lot of them that do the magazine exclusives. They might do it for an extra book. I think uh, with Brian and Amy, I think they did it, and the money went to a charity, if I'm not mistaken. Probably not. Yeah. No one. Well, not knowing them, like personally knowing them, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like they Known they tend to record or whatever. Their their character is mm. beyond disrepute. I would say, like, yeah, the amount does. I know Draco does loads for Temple Street, and I know Amy does. Amy Hillman does bits like that as well. But so I'd imagine they did. I d- I wouldn't want me bleeding wedding day all over the newspapers. I don't like. <sighs> It's that whole thing, though, isn't it? We live in an age where people are obsessed with celebrity culture, mm. and everybody wants to see how the other half is living, so that like when it comes to their wedding, they can go right. How do I recreate that on a much cheaper budget? Mm. And that's what it becomes like. You know what I mean? Like remember when Posh and Bex got married, and then everybody wanted to get married like where they got married, mm. and then all that crap, and then Paul McCartney as well. He got know? married in the same hotel, I think. And then remember Robbie Keane got married in the village in Ballybrack. And he had Palm Beach for the catering, and everybody <laughs> yeah. wanted Palm Beach yes, for the catering. Did he get married in the village? In the the church up yeah, at Broadhead Red. Yeah, actually, Gary Mackle was altar boy for that. Was he? And for for Noel Quinns? I'm pretty sure one of them was anyway. That's that. Just, that could have been a question for the quiz. We put it on the quiz. Yeah, let's see if anybody listens. Yeah, everybody <laughs> listens, but it won't be for the audience. It'll be for no, the guests. It'll be for the guests. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I can understand the the kind of the fascination and all with seeing how the other half lives and whatnot. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, if they if they say no, they say leave the feck alone. Who gives a shit, really? Like, but it's mad. It's mad how the public now rely on people like Kim Kardashian or all those people in the public eye to lead their lives. Do you get me? Yeah. It's like whatever Kim's wearing, oh my God, I have to go out and get that. I have that. to go out and get that. Yeah, it's that whole trend setting. It's all it? trend. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know, man. Forge your own path, I would say. It's like, it's like um, I've, I went on rants before about Geordie Shore. Yeah. Where the lads in the borough are going around with like 
skin tight jeans up and showing I, off their ankles. Yeah, I, that really annoys me. But I tell you what annoys me more than if anything to have happened from Geordie Shore and anything that has worked its way into popular culture from Geordie Shore, it is lads from the border using the phrase worldy. Oh, thank God I haven't heard it. Oh, <sighs> my God. Now, just stop right now. Have you, have you heard that? Loads of them are at it. No, like on, on social media? Social media and just having conversation. Oh, such and such scored an absolute worldie at the weekend. Oh, or, no, I'm not having that. Oh, did you see the ma he was with? She's an absolute worldie. Or, you know, that goal that Ronaldo scored was a worldie. And I'm like, just shut up, you absolute kibosh to you. There's no need for it. But anyway, that's what, I'm just a grumpy old man. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? so, the last few minutes have just been a bit of a rant. Well, no, we're, 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 I think we're reflecting upon society, Graham. I don't think it's ranting at all, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. We're pointing out... Uh, like, I'm sure there are people who... The who, faults of people. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure there are people who, who they, they, they follow them and they follow them because... You know, that's what they're into, and they, they like pop culture, and they like celebrity culture, and all that. For me, Percy, I couldn't give a flying... Create your own style, though. You know what I mean? Exactly. Forge your own pack, create your own style. And I'm conscious of the fact that I say that, and yet, you know... What do you... on Going on off topic, yeah. changing topic... Go for it. Um, Neil Taylor, who challenged Seamus Coleman and put Seamus Coleman on the shelf for the best part of the year. Yeah, two-game ban. He received a two-match ban. Yeah. I thought it was Where are you going with this? Like, should it not be more, or is it just, like, right, well, the ref has dealt with it, end the story? Yeah, look, the the Irish fan in me, and, and the person, and I love Seamus Coleman, he's one of the modern footballers, so I think represents what football should be, he's yeah. not a, a little kid, basically. Um, so that part of me is, you know, the Welsh lad should be hung. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very pantomime villain of me, but, like, I'm screaming, hang him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, But then... The, the pragmatist in me is kind of saying, like, it was a football, an incident. He, yeah, it was dirty, but he got red carded, and that's what the punishment is. Like, it's a sport. At the end of the day, he didn't do it out on the street, outside a pub. Yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? It happened in a game, in an incident. And it was dealt with there and then. He was sent off, and that's what the punishment is for a red card. You know, it's unfortunate it's not more. And I know that some people are saying, oh, Coleman's out for a year, and this lad won't miss two, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of like, well... It was right, reckless. It, it doesn't work like that, though. I mean, you know, like, I mean, look at Ibrahimovic jumped up for a header with a chap, came down awkwardly, and he's done his knee. Just because your man challenged him in the air, your man shouldn't be out for as long as he, you know what I mean? No, like, I know, that's, no, that's I know that's different, though. It is completely different. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to go tiff or tat and say, like, oh, your man should be banned for as long as Coleman is injured, and if Coleman never comes back, he shouldn't be allowed to play football, that's no, ridiculous. I, I, w- I wouldn't measure it like that. That's But there are people saying that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm getting at. Um, but I certainly was expecting maybe five, six match ban for some reason. Yeah, so I just, reali- I just realised how ridiculous the Ibrahim which point I was trying to make was. <laughs> yeah. Edit that out for me, will you? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't look like a tick. That way you make me look like a tick all the time. Um, um, yeah, look, no, yeah, it, it, it probably should have came down on, on the, lengthier, the lengthier side of the ban. It should have been. It should have been what? It should have been like a lengthier. Yeah, sentence. well, I was, I was, I, for some reason, I was like, ah, he's, he'll get five or six and that'll be fine. This, this is interesting, though. This is another reason why I prefer rugby to football because rugby has sighting commissioners and they operate it based on the rules. And the rules have a ban period. So it'll range, the lower end of the scale will say be two weeks and the higher end of the scale will be months like. Right. So depending on the severity of the crime, that's what the severity of the sentence will be. 
Whereas a red card in football sometimes carries a three match ban. Yeah. But it's very, very rarely you'll hear of somebody getting more than three matches for one red card. But the Sightmans now I'm not this isn't by any means a dig at yeah. rugby, but right. I'm just saying this the Sightmans in rugby Sightings. Sightings. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the sightings in rugby I'm generalising and it's just the stuff that I've seen right. tend to be for kind of uh, fish hooking or eye gouging or like an sometimes. illegal knee or something like that. So Sometimes, yeah, but like it also goes towards... But they would do that if, if the case of those examples were in football, mm. they would still do it. They, would, they wouldn't have a sightment trial or anything like that. Yeah, they or do, it, but it seems as... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying to you. They do it, and they do it in closed, behind closed doors, and it's not very transparent, and it's not consistent. Yeah, no, it's not. Do you know, like, I mean, even look at Joey Barton. Joey Barton's after getting an 80 in one ban for gambling on stuff. I think that's crazy. From 2004, like. That, I think that's crazy. You know what I mean? And yet your man, the, the fat lad who went a poi for a bet in the FA Cup against, was it Arsenal? I can't remember. But can't I remember his remember. name. He got a two-game ban or something. Fair enough, he got sacked by the club or he whatever. Retired, <laughs> exactly, do you know what I mean? But I mean, like. But so that's, that's by Paddy Power. I was going to say, so that's a chap who knew that bet was there and he actually went and done that. Hmm. Knowing that his mates all had money on it, he had a few quid, and it probably I don't know. That's whereas you know, if you, did you read Joey Barton's statement? We did, yeah. It's yeah. actually very good. Yeah, well, that's Joey Barton is one of them weirdos that he's a little bit all over the place, and he's a bit of a he's tool. an addictive personality. But at times he's very coherent and well spoken. Yeah, and he managed he manages to put things together in a way that you're kind of like, all right, Joey, fair enough. Yeah, like I thought, Jesus, eighteen months—that's a bit much. And yeah. then even when you read into it, like, is the is the is the FA betting rules a bit extreme in well, that this, footballers can't bet? This is the argument that's came out, isn't it? Because there's so many sponsorships. Like, how many football teams? Of the Premier League football you know, teams are sponsored by. Boy, and Stoke's Stadium is. The bet three six five stadium. Do you know what I mean? Like th- there's an unhealthy Joey relationship. Currently playing for Burnley has um, yeah. a, a gambling sponsor in his jersey every week. Like there's an un- unhealthy relationship between gambling and sport already. Mm. And if you remember this time last year, we had John Ross Crangle on the podcast, and mm. he was talking about his problems overcoming gambling and mm. horse racing and one thing and the other. And if you're involved in a sport and you have thousands of pounds per week. Like, an unfathomable amount of money to the average Joe Soap on the street. Like, of course you have a huge amount of disposable income. Mm. And what, you go in, you start training at 10 o'clock in the morning, you're finished by 2 o'clock in the afternoon, probably. Yeah, you have to relax and rest You've, for the rest of the day. So, I mean... Yeah, of course. You know, the devil but makes he work did, for idle hands kind of thing. Like. He did 30 bets between 2004-2011 um, with teams that he played for. And kind of like, right, my, like say it was Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle are going to lose today. Now, he had no influence on that result because he was left out of the team. And he left wasn't out of the squad. squad yeah. He wasn't in any of those squads in which he was betting. And he ex- his explanation for making the bet was out of frustration because he was he left was out, out of the yeah. squads. But out of those 30 bets, he only won three. Yeah. <laughs> but. Shy gambler. But here's the other side of it. That's something. And this might be my naivety, my stupidity, my ignorance, I'm not sure, but uh, and tweet us at WTS pod to, to kind of put me in my place on this, right? But the whole idea, I presume, of football is supposedly being banned from betting 
is so that they can't directly influence the game in the favour of Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a footballer's number one objective is to win the match. So if they've lumped five grand on... Them to win. Then... What's the problem? Yeah. Mm. Effectively, they're creating a bonus system for themselves where they're giving themselves more motivation to win. I'm not saying that's if right they're betting to do. against them, If they're betting against their team losing and then they've conceded a penalty or whatever, then you, the alarm bells is that Yeah, like if they're betting on that them... That happened in the League of Ireland. If they're betting on them to win 3-1 and they bang in an OG, then, yeah, all right, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. if they're betting on scores or they're betting... But if they just straight up bet... Like if, if somebody playing for Manchester United bets for Manchester United to win, just a straight win bet, yeah. then what's the problem? I don't see a problem, but also the fact he, he was saying in the statement he's not gambling to win money he has enough money he's gambling because it's the he Russian he likes, he likes he yeah. likes he, he likes making things he said whether it's a game of darts with the with the football team uh, after training or he just likes to like if he's playing a game of darts with the lads after training it's almost like right lads bet you 50 quid I'm going to win today Yeah, he, he just constantly has that comp, competitive kind of strive um, but I, I like Joey Burton I I like Yeah, there's times where I like him and there's times where I think he's an absolute tool. Mm. But that's like I think I'm the same are. actually. I think I'm the same. I watched him on question time there last year and I thought he was excellent on it. Yeah. Um, I, think but he, I think he's one of them people that because he's had his troubles and because he's had difficulties and he's talked openly about those struggles like that, at the time that he's having those moments, he's done something to portray himself as some sort of villain. Yeah. And that's the with him. So then when he has these almost moments of clarity and this kind of almost this this humility about himself that like even the whole thing how, how he addressed the whole like oh why why wouldn't you play for Ireland when people were talking about mm. it? And he was like, Well, I'm not Irish though, and mm. I'd value one cap for England more than I'd value fifty caps for Ireland. Like yeah, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely that's, no, that's perfect. But people are giving him stick over saying, Oh, you could have had a great international career with Ireland, blah blah and he's like but I'm not Irish. I, I'm don't, not want, Irish, exactly. I don't want that. And that's no disrespect to Dave Ireland. Kitson that's said the same when he was banging in the goals for Reading and Reading's first year in the Premier League. Yeah. When Kevin Doyle was getting called up. Dave Kitson was on Soccer AM and they said the same to him. They were like, why aren't you... Why Ireland's doors open there for you? He goes, the tournament last summer, I was in the pub with my Igna jersey on. Yeah. Like, I don't have any desire to play for and just to enhance my footballing career. Yeah. Which, that's completely respectful. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. But... With Joey Barton, I mean, I suppose I'm like you and that I like him. I don't mind him, and then sometimes he's a bit of an arsehole. But I mean, there's an element of me that feels sorry because he does make he has made mistakes, um, a lot of mistakes earlier in his career, like he yeah, yeah, put the cigar out on the footballer's face or whatever, yeah. which things that he deeply regrets. The stick I see he gets on Twitter. Is all going back to that? Like, yeah, yeah. Should he not be forgiven? Or well, this is one of them things, isn't it? Is there a statute of limitation on being a knobhead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody commits a crime and they're arrested and they they have the day in court and they're punished and they go to jail, they've done their punishment, but they carry it with them for the rest of their lives because mm. employment prospects are gone and people would always go, "Oh, he was convicted of such and such." You know what I mean? It's one of them things. It's it's a weird thing about society in that if you do something, yeah, you'll be punished for it. But that's not the end of your punishment. No. Despite the fact that the court has said, now that's the end of your punishment. Yeah, yeah. But society doesn't deem it like that. So Especially when, with the internet now, it's there for exactly life. Exactly. Like, so when it comes to something like this, then, 
like the, it's like that dude in Australia. I don't know if you've seen this. It went <laughs> I just want to get it up in the Facebook the, there. The guy who's running for public office and he he had this kidnapping thing. I don't think he was running for public office. He was being the, he was a campaign manager for someone who was running is that for public what it was? office. But I'm the just entire thing to, has torn. Just explain there because I'm going to try and get it up. Uh, now I've. <laughs> Now when you've got it up there. <laughs> oh. So there's this chap anyway who's um have it up. This guy uh, this guy Mark Ellis. He's his Twitter name is One Nation Mark. Oh, sorry, he was a candidate. You're right. Yeah, okay. So, um, his first tweet was, Hi, Australia. Now, this man, Mark, has a past. He has a haunting past where he apparently um, kidnapped uh, minors. I don't know what for. I don't know the, the whole back end story, but, <laughs> but this is this is just goes on with our point. Like, if you've done something in the past, um, yeah. it's always going to creep back now, up. Now, from what I understand, the people who he did or did not kidnap they're perfectly okay. Nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, to him. that was hard. But he kept but, them against their will, allegedly, or apparently, or whatever. And and now he's trying to be like even a court said they came along willingly. But oh, so do you tell sake. the story? It's too br- right. It's no, it, I seen the tweets and I could not stop laughing. I had to tag Brock in it. Um, hi Australia. So he tweets out, "Hi Australia. My name, my name is Mark Ellis, and I'm the One Nation candidate from McAllister." Pleased to meet you. Let's open a dialogue, he writes. So someone tweeted him back, Hi Mark, why are all these people calling you a kidnapper on Twitter? So he responds, Because of a 30-year-old incident of which I am sorry and have learned a lot. It was not kidnapping though. Wow, sounds pretty full on. What happened? I don't want to talk about something so far in the past. I would rather talk about my policies. So then your man goes, What's your policy on kidnapping? (laughs) And your man goes, Mark goes, obviously I'm against it. I've not kidnapped anyone. The court proved they came willingly. Then someone else gets in on the conversation and says, how pleased with yourself? Um, how pleased with yourself were you when you kidnapped those indigenous kids and threatened them? At the time, I thought I was doing the right thing, but I realized in hindsight it was wrong. But it was, and then in blocks, but it wasn't technically kidnapping. That's the main point. And then he released a kind of a series of tweets saying heaps of other things happened in 1994 other than my kidnapping. Uh, he said 30 years ago. I know, his maths is brutal. I hope he's not running for some sort of financial uh, position. NAFTA was signed historic 1994 events. I did not kidnap three little boys in 1994. They weren't that little. They came willingly and it was different a different time. Hashtag forget the past. <laughs> then he goes and writes kidnapping equals the explaining, the explanation. Yeah. Noun, 
an act of abducting someone and holding them captive. Who have I kidnapped? And then he uh, tweeted, we all have skeletons in our closet. I have opened the closet and shown the skeletons. Now the skeletons are gone. I have no skeletons left. He has since stood down <laughs> as a I, candidate I for McAllister. So. Um, not that not that kidnapping is any laughing matter but the point no the point the point is that like you can't escape things that have happened it was a good segue that came up actually it was yeah it was Um, I like the way both of us were thinking of the same thing yes so essentially what we are getting at though is Joey Barton being a tit 10-15 years ago he's gonna have that for he's gonna have it for life yeah yeah. and I mean sticking a a cigar out in someone's face yeah exactly um what were we even S- talking about before? All speak, that? you know, Segway. Yeah. Spell Segway. Oh, uh, S-E-G-E-W-A-Y. See, when we always say, like, the Segway. Yeah. I always assumed it was S-E-G-W-A-Y, and right. it was those little Segways. <laughs> the little scooter things with the handles. Oh, I get what you mean, yeah. Well, to be honest with you, that's what I have always... Because I always, that's why we always say Segway coming into the room, but now yeah. you're getting into the other definition of Segway. Yeah, no, but the, the spelling of Segway, so Shane, uh, we were, I was texting Shane today, and uh, he basically texted, speaking of Segway, Segway City, Segway City, and it's spelled S-E-G-U-E. And I was like, what the hell is S-E-G-U-E? And he thought I was taking the piss out of him. But yeah, S-E-G-U-E yeah, is what we mean. Yeah, but because... Yeah, all right. Look, the 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 Segway device yeah. is a pun on the word Segway. Right. So whenever we say Segway coming into the room there, that's why you're thinking of the physical manifestation <laughs> yeah. of it. Like, but the actual, like, the word Segway as opposed to the item Segway. Yeah. Is S-E-G-U-E. Yeah, the verb, like. But you, seg, that, that doesn't even pronounce Segway. Huh? S-E-G-U-E. Ah, does, yeah. Segway. 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 Um, I'm not just saying it's a verb. It's actually it's probably a noun, is it? Segway from. I don't know, but segway to. He thought I was ripping the piss out of him when I wasn't. <clears throat> My granddad was just trying it's to read there. He's in Portugal. Is he? Uh, Sorry, just for any of the grammar Nazis listening, it would be a noun when we use it. Sorry. Oh, was it? Yeah, just to keep people happy, you know yourself. <sighs> people correct their spellings on the Twitter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, just I don't know. See, it is the downside of us having to create content as we go here because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get the giggles like I'm trying to get it up. Is <laughs> <laughs> that so nonchalant? Oh man, I tell you what, though. I was at Scrap Mania Tree. Did I talk about that? I can't remember if we did or not. I know we obviously when we had Joe Cabray on the yeah. podcast, we talked a little bit about it, but I don't know if you talked about your actual experience, but sure, even if you didn't go for it, it was class, man. It yeah. was in the National Stadium, 2,200 mm-hmm. people, unbelievable. Um, sell out, and it was just a great show. There was a great atmosphere. It was Saturday night, the queues for a man, the queues were going up all South Circular Road. It was crazy. People trying to get in nice and early, yeah, yeah. But we got there, uh. Doors are half six. We got there at half six. We didn't queue up. We mm. just said we watched the queue kind of get smaller and smaller and then just yeah. join at the end. But the show itself was deadly. Um, they're doing another, over the top wrestling OTT, are doing another show in the National Stadium. Right. August 5th, WrestleRama. And the special guest, um, the commissioner, the general manager of the night is none other than Mick Foley. 
Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Mrs. Foley's baby boy. He had on at Scrabble Mania Three. He had a he did a video on his phone and sent it to the boys, and yeah. and, and it was up on the big screens. But even the production of the whole live show, the stages, the entrances were just brilliant. Love like it. for Session Matt Martinez <clears throat> entrance, it was like Mark McKay Maniac was the song. Yeah, but the crowd. There was glow sticks at each right. seat, so the crowd just threw glow sticks into the ring, so the ring was just full of glow sticks. Amazing. Yeah. I did hear that, I, well, not hear, I seen a lot of people on Twitter referencing that and asking, I know it was broadcast on some internet. Flow slam, yeah. Asking them, what's the story, is there going to be a replay, or is there a way that we can get Martinez entrance, because it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was class. Like, so... Um, and then the love I love to see Irish things doing well yeah that's the, the this like as we said we've said loads of times big supporters of OTT um, and <coughs> they're an Irish I suppose business they're doing well and they're now recognised with the partnership of Flow Slam there's like and I even noticed Martina was retweeting people from all over America you, yeah. um, and I think she's going on a tour to Canada soon as well amazing um, so she'll probably be a breakout star as well as who I keep vouching for Katie Harvey yeah. um, what was I going to say oh there's a there's a tag team from the north Kings of the North Kings of the North yeah and their entrance was literally like a July 12th parade was it their baddies like their heels unbelievable and they marched it. out and they had the they had the northern flag on their knee pads Amazing. But they had uh, big banners <laughs> coming out. It was, real. it was a drum march. They had live drums. Of course it was. Course it was. Then uh, Angel Cruz, who we mentioned before, had a great entrance as well. He had a choir. Um, Deadly. And then he sacked the choir <laughs> um, there and then on the night. And then, of course, uh, the Young Bucks yeah. and Kenny Omega, who are huge international stars, were yeah. over. And were the gymnasties involved? Gymnasties were involved, they were great, but it looks like they might be splitting up as a part of the storyline. Oh. They lost, but it was a great match. Justin Shape, who's absolutely brilliant as well. So the, the things are, like, the thing is, years ago I would have been naive, as a pro wrestling fan, I would have been naive, I'd say, in the early 2000s if this had came about then, and I would have been naive in the sense of, oh, look, comparing it to the American product. Yeah. But OTT has established such such great characters. And the lads have been wrestling for like, in the I think it's the Bray Five Factory where Finn Balor who told told us on his on our yeah, episode with him Adam Bork and Paul Tracy yeah where they all trained it, like that is still going yeah so they're all training since Finn Balor started it like they're all training since I don't know ten years or so yeah. longer so they are good workers like they're good polished workers yeah. and they deserve all the success they're going to get on, on their way yeah and so say all of us man I wish yeah. nothing but the best with it you know I don't yeah. think I don't think you need to be a pro wrestling fan to even appreciate what they've created and what they've managed to do and, and it, look I hope it only gets bigger a big time um, especially for the likes of Joe who was an absolute gent when we had absolute him absolute gent and Angus Og McAnally when we had oh him Angus Og at the start was brilliant yeah. man he came out and he hosted it and uh, he was deadly he was yeah. absolutely deadly Um just he's full of charisma. He's you know he's a he's a professional. You know yeah, he was just yeah. deadly um, because he was flow slam were record or were were doing it live. So the American audience, the first person they seen was Angus Hogg. Yeah, and it was yeah. basically like welcome to OTT. And the crowd just went nuts. Yeah. Man, it was deadly. But it. there was a there was a an, um, uh, a wrestler came out. Zach Gibson, I think his name was, but we didn't know who he was wrestling. Um, 
and he he didn't have done a promo and he was getting stick and in my head I was hoping for Joe's character Luther Ward to come out and Battle. stomp a mud hole in his yeah. ass as they say in the pro wrestling world but Joe was off the card because he was too busy um, working it yeah. he texted me after a couple of weeks, or a couple of days after it saying that at a certain point the live feed went so he had to leg it to the production truck and say what the fuck's going on Yeah, but he got it sorted he's an absolute gentleman he is he was lovely to have in here I'd love to get him back in again sometime OTT 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 you've had a little bit of indulgence about pro wrestling I'm going to have a little bit of indulgence about rugby if that's okay okay only joking bud disappointment from an Irish front seeing as though both Leinster and Munster got knocked out in the European semi-finals there um, but how did both teams play? <clears throat> Munster never got going. They were playing Saracens, who are defending champions, and are now in the final, and most likely will win the final again. As much as I'd love Claremont to win, I love Claremont. They're like my favourite French team. Um, but Munster never really got going, and Razzy Rasmus, the Munster coach, even after the game said, "Yeah, look, in, in truth, Saracens probably are about fifteen, sixteen points better than us." on any given day so you know they're the deserved winners kind of thing Leinster though man that first half killed them absolutely killed them they gave 15 points away like unanswered and then they went in a half time 15 points with 3 down and you can't be in any kind of semi-final you can't be giving teams that kind of head start mm. I do think Lancaster and, and Cullen got the, the starting team wrong Um, they went at f- he was in charge there I know Cullen yeah I know but is he I, I think when you is, have someone yeah. like Lancaster involved, like come on. No, I, I think Leo is in charge, but I, I think he would, he would place a lot of faith in the advice of Stuart Lancaster, and rightfully so. So Stuart Lancaster is, he's got a brilliant rugby brain. Um, I personally think he got a little bit harshly treated with the England situation, um, and I thought his England side were probably the most tolerable. Of all the England sides, I think now under Eddie Jones they've gone back to being that arrogant, abrasive mm. team that everybody hates. Um, but yeah, I just think they got it wrong. I think going, and I love Fergus McFadden. He's one of them utility players that he's just a servant. But I would rather see an Adam Bourne start. I would rather see Sean Cronin start. The problems in Leinster second row are, are there to be seen. Um, I like Hayden Triggs. I like Devon Towner, but. The two of them together just doesn't work. They're, they're outclassed nearly every week, um, especially in the European games. Gary Ringrose is definitely the second coming, but he still has a lot to learn defensively. And that was evident. And see, we got the yellow card, and Ringrose got cut out for one of the tries. And it was one name you're thinking a player with a little bit more experience in there probably would have done a little bit better. But then you see him absolutely cutting through players when he's attacking rugby and you're like that's why he's there yeah. what he can do the try like the double step off the right foot <laughs> finding a gap and gone and then running in it was an unbelievable try 60 yard try like it was amazing and I really really hope he is the first name on the replacements list for if somebody gets injured on the Lions tour okay we really do because the kid is a talent like do you get um, I think we spoke about it before mm. but do you get emotionally attachment with the Lions when you're watching the Lions we do yeah, do we you? do, yeah. I'm a traditionalist right um, so I will be watching I will be rooting for them when is um, that on starts in June so the first test match I think is about the, I want to say the 17th of June or thereabouts I know that actually the last test match is like the 8th of July or the 7th of July or thereabouts right so 
there's three test matches and then I think there's seven like warm up slash midweek games. Um it's a decent enough Irish contingent in it. Um I don't think anybody can have any complaints with the number of Irish people in it. I think There's eleven, was there? Eleven, yeah. I think there's a couple of surprises in there. I don't think anybody expected Jared Payne to be on the team. Don't think anybody expected him to be announced. So him being there is a bonus. Ian Henderson, I think, can count himself a little bit lucky to be included. But I'd say he's being brought as cover for second and back row. Um interesting that Gatland has gone with a Toji as just a lock. I think it's the right decision. He's he was being used as a back row by Eddie Jones with England, but he's not. He's a second row player and in the second row he's unbelievable. Like So I'm predicting a three 0 all black white wash. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, man, yeah. Do you know speaking about New Zealand, do you know their football team? Uh, yeah, the All Whites. Yeah, they're yeah. playing Capitelli. Are they? Yeah. How Gen- random is that? Seriously? Yeah. It's mad. Strapbook. Do you know, do you know their uh, basketball team is called the Tall Blacks? Uh, uh, New Zealand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swear to God, I'm not class. missing. Yeah, it's Tall Blacks. Eddie Tall? Uh, yeah. Any use? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah, New Zealand are playing Capitelli um, in a football match. Yeah. Because they're coming to Europe on a tour or something. Ah, sure, look. How Fair random play. is that? Didn't they qualify for the Wonder World Cups there a couple of years ago? Yeah, and the only player I remember was Roy Nelson, centre-back. Mm. He played for Blackburn, I think. Yeah, that's right, actually. I remember him. Um, was it South Africa? Was that? No. What was the one after South Africa? I think it was South Africa they might have been in. 2010, was it? Yeah. But, um... No. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm expecting... 2010 was Germany. Was it? What, 2014? 2014 was South Africa. Yeah, yeah. good man. Um, yeah, no, I'm expecting New Zealand to win three matches to nail if I'm being honest I just don't think Gatland Gatland has picked a team that is literally just beef and run up the middle and the All Blacks are far too clever to be caught out by that yeah. so 3-0 All Blacks for the Lions series is what I'm predicting I don't think yeah no I won't be watching it you're not into the Lions at all are you? not even a bit I don't get it yeah but then you don't see like you would watch Ireland play but you wouldn't watch club rugby at all or no yeah yeah pity I'll try to convert you club, one day. Cl- when, when I first started watching the internationals in the nineties. Yeah. To me, club rugby wasn't around. When I say it wasn't around, it wasn't on telly. Well, you have to remember, rugby only turned pro in ninety five. Yeah, I know, but I still watched uh, rugby as as it was in its amateur form when I first started watching it, like in no, the in the mid nineties. Say no, but when you say like it's not like it was on telly or nothing because it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, mean? I didn't follow it. You know what I mean? What I mean? So yeah, but like, and one rugby match is enough. Here's how, how do you mean? <laughs> no, no. Um, how do you mean one rugby match? Tonight? I'm only joking. How dare you? How very dare you? I'm only joking. Um, no, I just, I never, I can't, I can't. Um, when I watch sport, yeah. the majority of the time it's an emotional attachment. Yeah, I know, Shamrock I Rovers yeah. at the moment are absolutely breaking my heart. Yeah, well, I mean, junkies will do that to you. You're an absolute arsehole. I didn't go. I didn't stoop that low with you with your rugger. <laughs> Sorry, same path to the junkies, aren't they? Yes, exactly. Well, this is my league of Ireland knowledge. For you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's an emotional attachment there going to the live match. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. I don't think I'd get at by going to a Leinster match. See, I, I, I do have that emotional Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Lancer, where I'm so. better than you. <laughs> I'm only joking. How are you better than me, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I'm only only getting reaction. I will rip the beard off your face, man. <laughs> It's itchy. Is it? Yeah. Um, no, look, I get No, it. I just I just don't I like you know, in football there's club and then there's country. Yeah. There's nothing after country. Do you know what I mean? 
like Seamus Coleman, for example, probably as a kid was at all looking forward to play for Ireland. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do rugby players dream as teenagers that they're playing for the Lions? That they want to play for Lions? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't see why. But then no, I agree, they probably do. You see, it's that it's that whole thing of the, the Lions have existed now since. Well, I think Aliens was the first tour. Really? Yeah. And like... Jesus. It's that whole thing of the home nations coming together and going on a tour to... Like, it's the other side of the world. But when you think about that 100 years ago... It's mental. You know what I mean? They went to the other side of the world to play mm. a couple of games of rugby. Like, so got the boat. It was a huge occasion. It was a huge deal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that traditionalist and that kind of... When you hear the stories about it and all that, like, and I how think would that even be instigated over a telegram or yeah, letter or yeah, yeah, that's well, mad, isn't it? Yeah, all that sort of crack, yeah, like proper old school shit. You know what I mean? Now Send it the January, they get it in fucking March. Yeah. That's why it was only once every four years. Oh, because <laughs> of the communication. <laughs> Did you know? Um, speaking of rugby, yeah. rugby legend Tony Ward. Tony Ward, yeah, he played for Shamrock Rovers and Limerick in the League of Ireland. I have I heard that somewhere before and I can't remember where. Yeah, he's special against the Rovers. Uh, he was special against the Rovers on Friday against Limerick, which was I it? can't remember the score. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, he played. Um, I think it was in the late seventies for Rovers and the early eighties for Limerick, while yeah. also playing for Gary Owen and Munster. Yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. Tony Ward was on the. the he's on the bullet. Famous, Who's trying to try and get him on? Famous Munster boys that won against the All Blacks. Yeah, I know, yeah, that's true, yeah. And that was in 74? Seventy, no, 72. No, I think it was 78. 78. It was definitely late 70s. Um, he um, he lives behind Lawrence's. Does he? Yeah. I didn't know I that. used to go around with his son, Richie. What's his address there? <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you enough content here? <laughs> looking to wrap it up. We actually do, yeah. I mean, in fairness, like, do you know what I mean? Um, it's a short and sweet chapter this week, lads. As we said, it's just because it's just the two of us, because... Um, circumstances beyond everybody's control we um we lost two guests yeah not fatally or anything like that i mean just no they'll be back know, on yeah we'll, we'll rearrange it it's just you know that's where the cards lie but anyway but you love us too yes yes indeed oh man do you know where our date is coming up soon our uh our trip to May went in to see you too got very excited about that when we take it like when is you two again july what date 22nd forgot all about that yeah well, just the, the tickets are... Where are they playing? Croke Park. Jesus. Yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot about you two. It's actually somebody asked, Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, you going to any gigs this summer? I was like, yeah, going to Christy with Shane and June. Going to Stone Roses in Belfast with Brock. Yeah, I'll probably go to something else, but that's it. Yeah, well, completely you forgot yeah. you two were touring. Yeah. It's got a mini tour. Yeah, me and you will be at It's a Joshua Tree tour, tour, isn't it? Joshua Tree. Yeah, tour. yeah, yeah. Tor- Jesus. Tor- 40 years old crime. July 22nd. July 22nd, Crow Park, I'm fairly certain. Yeah, we what, have our tickets. Is that a Friday? On. Saturday. Lovely. So that was the agreement that we got. Yeah, yeah. We have a little mandate. I remember, remember? but yeah, I just forgot. Go. So there you go, yeah. Because it just, I got the tickets a couple of weeks ago, but then I was moving stuff around in my gaff, and I went, oh, Jesus, forgot about that. Yeah, a little mandate that day. Yeah. Buzzing. So I was great. And then I'm on three weeks off work. Oh. Well, two and a half weeks. Great. <sighs> uh, but anyway, look, lads. Are you going away? I haven't decided yet. Probably not, though, because I'm saving for a gaff and being grown up. Are you just, like, going to just stay around the house for two weeks? Are you uh, going to no. drive around Ireland I was going to say, I might do a little bit of a staycation, yeah. Staycation. You know what I mean? Love it. Um, I'd like to go down to Kerry. Kerry's amazing, man. What I, actually, I'll tell you what I'd love to. I'd love to <laughs> drive, I've done parts of it, but I'd love to, to go to Donegal and do the Wild Atlantic Way all the way down. Do it. 
love to. The, wild, the West Coast of Ireland's amazing. Yeah, do it, man. Beautiful. I'd love to do it. I'll do it. I'm going to do that as well. Um, but anyway, yeah, look, that's enough. Um, just whatever this was. Um, yeah, <laughs> this was chapter 96. That's what. I had to think about that for a that's second. That's what. Yeah. That's right. That's what. Yeah. Um, I got uh, it up. You, oh, man. <laughs> Never in doubt, Graham. Never in doubt. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, look, you can check out all the previous 95 or, well, it's actually, technically it's more or because you've done two parters and whatnot. Yeah, so, shut up. Like, when you do the maths, okay, this, quick, this quick, actually quick. isn't the 96th episode, lads. I'm just saying, Jesus. Um, but you can check out all the other episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, Podcast Republic, anywhere and everywhere. There is a podcast. Just search WTS Pod and we're there. Or you can go to WTSPod.com or Facebook.com forward slash WTS Pod Ireland. We're everywhere. Can't get away, most boys, everywhere. Um, this Thursday, the 4th of May, if you're in the Shank Hill area, head along to Brady's. There's a pub quiz there in aid of Ballybrack and Shank Hill CFR. They're raising money for much need. The fibrillators, uh, table quiz, bit of crack on the night. There'll be prizes and all that. Ten or ahead, 40 quid for the table of four, obviously, because I can do maths in my head like that. Um, but do head along. A uh, friend of the show, Mark Brock, is organising that. It's for a great cause, so... This Thursday, 4th of May, um, if you're about, go to it. I met my cousin Louise's wedding, so congratulations, Louise and Jerry. Congratulations, indeed. Um, I'm at Dan Joe Murray on the Twitter and on the Snapchat. I'm at Mary Gamania everywhere. Um, as you said, at WTS Pod and, of course, FitzpatrickCastle.com, where we will be coming to you from on May 18th for WTS 100, Night of Suicide or Survive. Limited tickets available, WTS100.eventbrite.ie. Get them now before they're gone. Do not be disappointed. Make me with the Natural Kitchen Facebook page. Check it out for delicious, yeah. fresh, healthy, healthy meals. Unbelievable, man! The, the red curry. I still haven't got it. Oh, it's so good, man! Yeah, I love delicious. It is, man, delicious. Um, but anyway, look, that's it for this week, lads. We'll be back next week with chapter ninety-seven. Looking forward to it, and I think you as will too when you hear who we have. But anyway, until then, Graham, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, too, too sweet. sweet.